The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Those who are considering a move from a Manhattan penthouse to a historic building in Washington, D.C., uh, or my mother, Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but this is not for you. Please stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And uh, what a. It's been a week it, it, on it, so many levels. Uh, this was the week that was. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, yes, there's the whole political stuff. That's some. That is bigger, global. Uh, but even just personal, it's been like. Even without that, it would have been a tough week just. Mm. Stuff needing to be done for work, running around, just so many things popping up. And this is like, okay, another thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, work got really interesting on Wednesday. I came back from lunch mm-hmm. and the boss said, oh, good, you're back. Real quick, staff meeting. You may notice that one of your coworkers isn't here. They will not be returning. We'll figure out how to divvy up the assignments. Oh, lovely. More work. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, of, of all the ones who could have gone, I shed the fewest tears for this one. Oh, okay. And, and, and I'll leave it at that. So, okay, got it. Uh, yeah. So, the, the work atmosphere is improved. Yeah. I, I mean, the biggest problem, we end up talking a lot to banks and credit mm-hmm. unions. And as someone who was a supervisor for a call center, having to sit within earshot of the coworker hmm. who had no phone presence, it, she was just a damp Kleenex on the phone. Now, was this, I mean, the way you kind of brought it up was, was this a direct result of the election or it just no, happened? Okay, no, no, it, it, it just, it just okay. happened at the same The time. way you present it, I'm thinking, oh. what, what happened that someone just got, were they like, you know, no, it, suddenly, you know, political rants and death threats on the internet? No, after, no, or, no. Okay, well, got it. Okay. Yeah, well, right. no, and I, I don't think that Leonard Cohen's passing is a direct oh. result or um, Robert, um, Robert Vaughn. Oh, yep. He passed as well. That was Man from Uncle, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, and one oh, the and the later seasons of A Team, and was a character actor, and yep. yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. The Leonard Cohen. I mean, I find out so many things via Facebook. It's like saw that from a friend's post. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, what I was. Never saw him in concert. That was a bucket list thing that would have been nice. And I was like, oh, and my friend too. She was sad because, you know, her thing was like, I stole a book of his poetry from a teacher. But then I was a good girl and I returned it months later after reading it thoroughly. <laughs> it's like, oh. 
uh, one of the blogs I read, he said, I kept seeing lyric snippets from Everybody Knows popping up Mm -hmm. on my feed, and I thought it was a response to the election. Mm -hmm. But no, it was that... Well, actually, his uh, Democracy song is more appropriate. You know, Democracy is coming to the USA. That Even Dar Williams, I saw her in concert Friday. It was wonderful. Um, It was a great, you know, that was actually a nice little beacon of hope. It's like, yeah, there's still good people. There's still, you know, the people who were here before the election are still here now. And we just, I think, are so sad because we know that there's going to be so much more work to stuff. But yeah, she, she quoted, like, the last line from that song. And she's like... You know, and, and I like, she didn't attribute it. And I'm like, oh, I know where that song's from. And then she uh, dedicated uh, Mercy of the Fallen to Leonard Garland. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a fun, good concert. She's, if you like her music, you need to see her live because she adds little stories and preambles and just, just almost like a comedy routine between the songs while she's tuning her guitar. And, so kind of like a Bette Midler show. It, yeah, but I think much less. I don't know Bette Midler, so um, but much less stage. I think it's just stream of consciousness, like whatever. And she's okay. Amazing yeah, no, as hell. no. Bette, Bette Midler is very scripted yep. and programmed, but and, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, presents but, yes. a show, and I think Dar is just simply amusing and is just full of stories, and they come up with songs. And so even if you've seen her before and she's talked about certain songs, she probably has something else to say about it. She, very amusing. She lost her guitar pick while she was like fluffing her hair, and she's like. I've lost my pick in this volume, this huge Jackie O'Hare I'm having right now. So she's like, you know, this teaches me from running my hand through my hair. And she like flipped her head and the pick flew somewhere and someone pointed out and she's like, thank you. It was amusing. Think she'd have extras. Uh, well, anyway, one would hope. Uh, I, maybe after that, she'll just have a whole bucket. <laughs> yeah, it happened a couple of times. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, we did get a letter about our pontificating <laughs> last time. And the beautiful thing is, uh, yeah, I, I heard I you you I heard the uh, of the letter and what uh, was said, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh. It's like, well, we do. And then I listened to the. I hadn't heard the episode yet. Okay. And when I listened to it, I'm like, we even said we pontificate. <laughs> you know? But yes. Yes. Well, one was we got a couple of tweets saying that the, the pontificating was too much and turned off the rest of the episode, so we didn't hear the crafting corner. But this I email, there's, I there was some decent stuff in the crafting. Yeah, there was there was something there. Uh, the letter that we got after that, um, I do wish. A hairy-prone companion would not replicate the fatal error of No Safe Word. No Safe Word is another kinky podcast everybody should be listening to. Uh, Not replicate the fatal error of No Safe Word in somehow advocating for gay men's complete capitulation to female and transgender demands to invade our private sexual spaces. Would it be equally okay if men showed up at lesbian bathhouse nights? Ah, but they have. We are sexual minorities and are oppressing no one. Quite the converse. We have an absolute right to define who can and cannot enter our private sexual realms. This is not about the other group's feelings. Thank you. Thank you for your opinion. No matter how much I might disagree with it. It's like, yes, we've got our first hate mail. That wasn't the one that you know, no, was that, our that, first that, hate mail. No, that, that, and that, it that. wasn't really hate. It was just like, eh, you yeah. don't want to listen to you for this episode. 
I don't want to rehash it, but I'm sorry. It's like men showing up at lesbian bathhouses. Well, guess what? Gay men have it better than lesbians because we live in a sexist, racist patriarchy. So, you know, it's punching up, punching down. And, uh, you know, for your chance to get your dick wet where you prefer and thinking your rights are being violated because someone might be like, really? Well, okay, that's the entitlement that we white people have, even though we're gay. Because guess what? It doesn't take much for us to hide. Yeah. I, I can just say, I can just take my rainbow sticker off my car and keep my mouth shut. And no one would fucking know I'm gay. And that's a privilege. And a bit of entitlement that I have. I don't choose to do that. I choose to be an asshole. <laughs> and, you know... Really? I hadn't noticed. Oh, I... This weekend, I ripped into a guy because he was being a pissy little bitch about, Oh, I fucking hate social justice warriors. And I can understand because I think the way he defines social justice warrior is probably a raving asshole who wanted to, you know... Yeah, yeah, no, you... you I mean, there's an easy way, like, political correctness. You You can define it in a way that it's, like, is a hateful, horrible, censoring kind of shit. And be against that. I would be, too. The way I define it, though, it's not... It's simply being aware of other people's feelings. It's like, you don't have to censor yourself. Just realize you might hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, yeah it, it's not that you don't like so, social justice warriors. It's that you don't like jackasses. <laughs> and you seem to have gotten the two conflated. Well, yeah, he was he was just going on and I had to, like, you know, have an interesting argument that ended with me talking about I'd like to be, you know, I, I want to go into a, a molecular biology so I can make a retrovirus that turns us all into a hermaphroditic race with self-lubricating assholes. I think that would be a lovely design. <laughs> Don't they, know what I'd do with the lady parts, but, you know, hey, multiple orgasms, that would be kind of a neat feature. They already have that. <laughs> what? Uh, no, no, uh, for... for those of us who yep. don't really have multiple orgasms that casually or easily, especially at my age with my testosterone levels. Yeah, no. Intelligent design <laughs> at its finest. <laughs> anyway, all right. But so, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's an opinion and it's like, and you're entitled to it. I will disagree. Um, I'm not going to try and stick women into your sex clubs, but I do want you to question. That's it. Simply think about it. Why does that bother you so? All right. And moving on. To gossip and the happy fun times in these past weeks, if I can remember them, because, uh, yeah, Tuesday night just blew a complete hole in my brain. <laughs> there was First Friday. Yep. I did not get a chance to attend because I was being the dutiful spouse Yay. and attending my husband where he was singing in German for Beethoven's Ninth Symphony with the Lansing Symphony Orchestra. And uh, it's quite good. I can think of worse ways to spend $50 and mm-hmm. a balcony seat at the, <laughs> uh, at the orchestra. So, yeah, so that's what I was doing last Friday. I went to First Friday, um, where we had a very small crowd. About half a dozen of us, I think. But there are lots of draws. We lost you to, you know, familial duties. Yes. Um Michigan, Miss, no, Mr. International Rubber was happening yes. in Chicago. They actually drew some people away. I know some people who tend to go to First Friday that were there. Um, the Pet Shop Boys, also in Chicago, that weekend, <laughs> had drawn some people away. And yeah, just I'd say about a half a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much regulars. It was, as I said, small but intense. 
because one of the regulars who showed has been doing a lot of heavy emotional lifting uh, in the past few weeks, dealing with stuff and trying to get their house in order, and it's it's it, it it's work. And I think they'd had a very bad day, and when they showed up, they're like, yay, I'm among people I can be comfortable uh. with. Yeah, and just like, hey, here's people who, you know, I have a support network virtually via mm-hmm. Facebook and sundries, but here's people in person. And yeah, so it was a, the first part of it was a lot of comforting someone who just needed comforting. And we, you know, we did. We, you know, there's affection and distraction. And so, so yeah, so, but it was kind of intense because like when someone is in need of, you know, comfort, it can be uncomfortable, especially if we're not really comfortable with dealing with emotions and which... I'm not. <laughs> uh, we will be having guests coming up on a Harry Prone Companion who will be able to provide us with a recap of Mr. International cool. Robert. Uh, unfortunately, all of them were busy hmm. today. So, uh, but that is coming up. So, if you didn't get a chance to attend Mr. International Rubber, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you'll be able to get the vicarious experience mm-hmm. of it. Yay. Uh, okay, so after First Friday mm-hmm. uh, was Detroit Bondage Club. Mm-hmm. You stayed very clothed. I, I, did you lose? Yeah, I, my pants were off. Your pants were off, but your shirt was on the entire time, I think. It usually is. I'm not really comfortable showing off my chest or being naked from the waist up. I much rather have naked, naked from the waist down. I'm good with naked from the waist up. I'm really uncomfortable. Usually, mm-hmm. often I'm still in a t-shirt and sundries. I think, or at least a vest. Like a, I think. A, okay, well, l- let me put it this way: I don't think I saw you off the main floor very often, and even when you were, you were mainly chatting. And, um, and there's ta- a lot of chatting, but I did yeah. a lot. Of, I know I cycled a lot. Uh, I was upstairs several times, mostly mm-hmm. just to see if something was going on, and uh, downstairs several times again to see if something was going on. I circulated, but no, there was a lot of being on the main floor, um, sat in the main, ah, uh, tired, like low energy, mm. and didn't get involved in any hijinks, so, but, well, which is, I think, maybe a first, but no, yeah, it was, it was low energy, and I just was just, I had needed a nap before, <laughs> and I didn't take one, um, oh. I'm not... For many reasons, I've not been sleeping well the last few weeks, so I think it's just doing odd things to my energy levels. So yeah, no, um, yeah, I did was saying, and also there was some interesting porn on the TV that was so bad we had to like Mystery Science Theater three thousand it. I'm sorry, I missed that. Um, it's some, it was some foreign group, and I think they didn't share a language because they're like pantomiming to each other what they wanted done, and here I need oh, scissors. Oh, and then the saddest thing was. Of the five of them doing all these things, never an erection. Oh. I know. You know, it's like, okay, he's getting blown, but he's not hard. He's blowing someone and not hard. He's, and like, none of, no one, I mean, semi-turgid, but never like, oh, they're having a good time. No. So I'm like, did you just grab some, like, you know, straight Eastern European guys and say, hey, do Ga- this. Do this pay. Yeah, yeah, do this. And it's like. Not very good at it either, <laughs> because it, they just didn't seem to be very happy. And I'm like, I'm this is so we had to just mock it and talk about it. Good God, what's the? Ugh. And uh, so yeah, it was it was it was kind of painful to watch. And 
Uh, but then there's some others that were just incredible and like kind of comedy on the rope work. And it's like, oh, and it's like, okay, that's cool. And yeah. this and that. And yeah, but uh, bound gods and men on edge mm-hmm. tend to be uh, good stuff. But yeah, I mean, I saw. I mean, it was it was yeah. We're just uh, and then there was um, another member who showed up who was there just again recovering from some stuff and I think really just was antsy to get out. They weren't yes. they weren't up to yes. playing, but they wanted to be out and seeing people and and you know visiting with them, you know, I you know, I think it was just someone who was annoyed with their body and their health at that moment. It's like, god damn it, body, why are yes. you betraying me? And it's like, well, things happen and stuff and so yeah don't worry you'll be you know everything will be fine in a while but for right now yeah you have to be calm <laughs> uh, yeah yeah he was you could see the frustration, the frustration think, yeah. in, in his eyes he wanted and... to be playing and you know it was not in the cards for that night you know it was like no you yeah he's i mean we were like can we even you know, just do things to you where, where you're just kind of sitting there, lying there, and he's like, no, you really can't. And I'm like, oh. So it, yeah. it's funny because, it's you know, in a way, it's almost like, you know, well, why are you here? You're, Be, because. And, but because all the people you know and that. Because yeah. it is a community. It's it's people who know each other and are, you know, there for each other. You know, it's not just to get hooked up. It's a community. And, and talking to members of the community and seeing uh, a few of them frolic mm-hmm. is much more pleasant and entertaining than looking at the four walls of yes. his house for another yep. day. So, yeah, another <laughs> yeah. thing of like, hey, community, cool. I'm trying to think what, if I saw anything, like, because like I said, I was flitting around, but it seems like a lot of people were just kind of sitting and kind of, yeah, it, it was visiting. lower energy. Um, it, you know, it suffered from the same thing as First Friday in that some of the more creative and energetic uh, members of Detroit Bondage Club were in Chicago that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have a few new members, mm-hmm. new people play. Um, got to play with one of them okay. who was uh, into having his cock and balls worked over cool. and asked me nicely to give him a chew. And I said... Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll, I'll give him a nosh. Yeah, I think if I saw any real, like, intriguing or interesting bondage thing, it's the bondage club, but um, I don't think I did. I just think people were just generally kind of enjoying each other's company and contact. And I was, but then I may have missed. You know, I'm sure I like I was flipping yeah. around so often I missed things. But I know there's a you know. Several people who were very conversant with ropes who also just were kind of more Yeah, our, visiting. our, our two main rope guys just didn't seem up in, for um, being topish. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I got my hands in a guy, but, I mean, that's that's becoming so routine it, it hardly merits. It's like a handshake. <laughs> it's, well, okay, so but, but it did remind me, I when I was in there, I told him, you know... With your kinks, we should star in a porn together that's fisting and ball torture. And call it Arm and Hammer. <laughs> uh, he groaned. Um, and, yeah, not not from the fact that I was, I was gonna say, wor- I working his prostate. But <laughs> puns are like jokes, only better for you, because they're not funny. 
So I did hook up with one of the guys that I've been trying to connect with mm-hmm. for a long time. Oh, cool. And we connected um, at his place. Few minor issues that we weren't able to do everything that we talked about, to which I said, you know, that's the reason for us to do this again. And, you know, everything we did, we enjoyed. And it was nice because he he was very top, had a lot of dominant energy to him, and mm-hmm. I just really needed to bottom this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I need you to do things to me. I am tired. I am tired of having to be the one who does everything while the bottoms just stand there and take it. And no, I, I realize it's work on their part too to be able to take everything I dish out, but it's it's a different set of muscles. And yeah, I Well also I think, you know, it's kind of you're the one who has to kinda of figure out what to be doing. You can kinda of take clue cues from them or maybe have talked earlier about what they want done. But a lot of times it's you know, I that frustrates me and you know, and it's like, oh well what would you like me to do? I don't care, whatever you want. I'm like I asked you a question. How about you give me an answer? Or even say, I don't know. Then I can go with that. But no, yeah. this, oh, whatever you want. No, I asked you. It's, it's same way with restaurants. Oh, let's go out to eat. Cool, where do you want to go out? Um, it's like, oh, I don't know. Where do you want to go out? It's like, the ball was in your fucking court. <laughs> well, no, What what is worse is this exchange. Mm-hmm. Let's go out. Where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know. How about Italian? No. Chinese? No. Hamburgers? No. Well, then you pick something. Well, no, just whatever. You, see, uh, no, uh, no. no, no. You see, you gave three strikes before you're out. No, I'm like once and done. Because my response is, hey, let's go. Sure, okay. Uh, you know, uh, do you have a hankering for anything? No, not really. Uh, okay, then how about Chinese? No. Okay, you vetoed mine. Now you have to make a suggestion. Oh, I don't know. It's like you have to. <laughs> sorry, I gave you an idea of what I wanted. You cancel yep. that. It, the onus is now upon you to make it. So I can either veto that, and then then that will be my turn to like you know hamburgers. No, not hamburgers. How about Mexican? You know, it's back and forth. Yeah. It's a very boring volley when I'm just slamming tennis balls at you over and over, which is what it would feel like. Oh, yeah. But no, um, yeah, I, oh, I, it, it, it's, I, I read it out loud to a friend. I had this long grinder conversation. Oh, boy. Someone who contacted me and okay. contacted me in a very good way. I mean, if you want the way into my pants, it's like um, <laughs> the first line... Uh, I'm a big comic book nerd. I'm like, oh God, yes, thank you. Because me and my, you know, the profile was like, you know, them in jeans and shirtless, and it looked like, you know, decently built person, uh, a little blurry. So, but you know, and not much in their profile. But I'm like, oh, you're nearby, and you start with that, cool. Mm-hmm. And it led to a very interesting conversation, which just devolved. I mean, it went from, oh, here's cool, a cool, sane person. We get together, we talk about comics, be kinky. They're telling me a kink they're really into. Not really my thing, but not not something that I'm opposed to. I'm like, 
if that's what gets you off, I can help with that. Mm-hmm. It won't be turning me on, but it doesn't need to. But then it fell to, well, what do you like to have done to you? And I'm like, you know. Not I, much. Well, the worst part was this is after they I'd said, well, we should get together and meet face to face and see if there's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like chatting more. Which to me is like, so you don't trust me. Or what's going on here? Or you're dicking me over and you don't ever feel like meeting. And, you know, then after flowering me up, I'm like, oh, I love talking to you. Uh, you know, I've never talked to someone like you before, which is hyperbole. And I should have also seen that as a warning flag, mm-hmm. which I kind of did. Um, it just devolved till finally it was like, well, you never asked her my question. Because I think they'd ask, what are my favorite comic books? I'm like, oh, that's going to require some thought because... It's, and I'm also thinking, it's also kind of fraught, because what if I give a list and they're like, I've never read those. I like Spider-Man. Nothing wrong with Spider-Man, but if you're a big comic book nerd, you should know more than just Spider-Man. I, and, um, and I'm like, so, it's kind of like when I hear someone say, I'm a gamer, what games do you play? And I, you know, I mention something, oh, I don't do that, I play console games. I'm like, not my kind of gamer, damn it. Um, but no, so it was funny. And then I met with a friend and I just read out the whole exchange between the two of us. I'm Mm. like, because it ended with this person saying, well, you're very rude. It's like, I'm sorry. I read it over and like, okay, what did I say? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. And so I said, could you please explain? Well, anyone could see how rude you were. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, I'm understanding why you have such a hard time finding air quotes, nice guys, because I, I, and so finally it's just like, my last paragraph was like, no, sincerely, I'm not understanding, I explained, you know, you said this, I responded this way, blah, 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 please, please explain it to me because I'm not getting it, and it's been radio silence and like, for the best, but there are so many other red flags, I'm like, reading it through, I'm like, yeah. oh, that was a mess, what was the other one? There was one where I was rude, but he, oh my God, do not give, do not set me up for the most perfect response and not expect, because there's a young guy, it's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, cool. And then he likes, um, uh, he goes, do you want to trade? And I'm, you know, I'm assuming trade, you know, dick pics. Dirty, yeah. And I'm like, trade what? And suddenly, do, 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 a bunch of pictures of penis. And it's like, it's a very nice penis. I'm like, oh, okay, so find the one I have on my phone because my penis isn't photogenic. I Most of the time, it's like, I hate that, delete, hate that, delete. Oh, that one's okay. Um, you, you, you need a professional photographer yes. and good lighting. Yes, like every, a, lot, a fluffer and maybe some Viagra. That would help, too. Because honestly, it's, it's a... It's a shy penis, so once I start like trying to get the camera, it's like, oh, I'm not ready for my close-up. Go away. I'm just going to shrivel. Um, Makeup man. So I, yeah, you know, fluffer, you know, the powder pill. Uh, no, anyways, um, we, oh, so sent him. He's like, oh, that's nice, blah, blah, blah. That's like, cool. And then I get, so how generous would you be if I were to come over and, you know, bust nut all over you? And luckily he did not... Spell generous with dollar signs because, please, yeah. English. Um, but I'm like, oh, and I'm like, um, I'm not very generous. I said, I can be very generous with affection, with advice, with something else that started with an A. There's some alliteration in there. Um, and it's like, I'm really selfish though with money, time, and spunk because, you know, not everyone I'm going to come for. And he's like, oh, what was it? He said, I can't remember. He goes, 
oh, so what do I need to do to get money? And I'm like, <laughs> don't say it, Mike. Don't say it. Because I'm like, like come I, on, it's a fastball over the center of the I know. Play. I'm like, get a job. No, he goes, what do I have to do to get money? LOL. I'm like, get a job. LOL. It's like, I hate that phrase, but it is a perfect punchline <laughs> to some things. And it's like, oh, child, you just set me up so well. Oh. And he goes, I already have one. And I'm like, well, and I have two. And also, blah, blah, blah. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'll never be a sugar daddy. So, and then radio silence. Well, the funny thing is, so I'm hanging out with my friend. And also, and then realize this guy's like two miles away from where my friend lives, you know, out in the boonies. I'm like, how about this guy? And it's like, oh, he's da da. Tells me his name, all about him. And it's like he graduated with my nephew. <laughs> and the evil part of me wanted to then go back on. It's like, oh, hey, use real his name. name. How's it going? And it's like, nope, nope. That's just a dicky thing. And I mean, you know, he he just simply wanted you know to give some affections and receive compensation. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I'm cheap. And but thank you for the lovely pictures of your penis <laughs> so no there's been no hooking up in fact yeah i know another lovely guy who's a nice guy but he just really wants to blow me and i'm like i'm not necessarily opposed to it but my libido is just not in it and it's a combination of just being super busy and also just despondency over just stuff you know yeah global and local and i'm like I'm not. I'm not even masturbating at the level I typically do. It's like, oh wait, I haven't masturbated in like five days. Probably should do that and mostly do it perfunctory. Uh, uh, yeah, because... do it out of obligation. I know to myself. D- duty masturbation. <laughs> yeah, do it for prostate health. <laughs> yeah. So um. So you know, I'm actually gonna you know arranging a meeting with them um after this. Well, I volunteered. It's like I'm fine with hanging out because. I saw his Facebook posts, and he mm-hmm. this election really hit him hard. And I'm like, he just might need someone to talk to, you know. And my take from this whole election is I can get pissy and annoyed and short-fused very easily. And it's like, kindness. How about if I just strive to be a little kinder, you know, because mm-hmm. I think this world needs it. <laughs> think global. Act local. Fuck loudly. <laughs> fuck proudly. <laughs> Do it out in the street. Scare the horses. Hey, if we don't have taco trucks in every corner, we should have gay sex on every corner. Because that's one thing I remember when Clinton won uh, his first term. Yeah, I remember some radio pundit just terrifies like, oh, there's going to be gay sex in every street corner. I'm like, oh, please. If only. Along with the taco trucks? <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, it seems like lesbian sex and taco trucks would go better together well i realized that a friend had made a joke about i know why this election happened the way it did i forgot to take my antidepressants tuesday and i said no i know why it happened tuesday night i'm at work long hellish day i'm like i need food hey i'm gonna order tacos because i want tacos and this is before i turned on the radio and understood how things were changing i'm like yes tacos for tonight Order tacos, go pick them up, get back to work, open it up, it's a burrito. (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell? And uh, luckily there was a second package that had two side tacos, which are smaller. So at least I still had tacos because that's what I really wanted. But I really didn't want a a hot burrito. Like, not hot, but spicy hot. Because I called him up and I'm like, I think I got the wrong food. And he's like, wait, yes, we're sorry. That's someone else's order. 
uh, you can come back and we'll make you a fresh batch of yours because I think they had given away mine to this poor person. And um, I'm like, I'm back at work. I can't leave again. And he goes, well, if it's any consolation, you got more food than what you paid for. You paid for one dish, and this is something that was a little more expensive, and then also two side tacos. So it's like, okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but I really wanted tacos. <laughs> and then after I like said that, I said that in response to my friend. It's like, no, it happened this way because I ordered tacos and I got a burrito. And then I thought about, oh, that has, that has more of a, a meaning, actually, in a way. It's like those lovely um, Chipotle during Pride was handing out mm-hmm. buttons that said, uh, choose what you prefer. And it said taco or burrito. At Pride, and there's rainbows. I'm like, I want those buttons. <laughs> Thank you, Chipotle. Oh, so, yeah, that was my hooking up, which was not. Which was not. Well, you know, your hooking up actually, interestingly, leads Ooh. to the expert portion. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which I have not, I usually sometimes get it from you earlier so I can think about it, or at least ask you before the show. No, this will be a complete surprise to me. So Okay, well, this actually came up um, from one of the other podcasts I listened to. I listen to a podcast about television, and the guys who do that have all the cable channels, okay. um, including, I think this showed on Vice TV, Viceland TV. I don't get it, get that channel. It's not in my cable package. I can't afford that kind of thing. But they did a documentary about cash doms. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, so for those who don't know... Cash doms set themselves up on the internet, um, will occasionally post photos of themselves or videos, and then demand tribute from their slaves Mm -hmm. via PayPal to the tune of several hundred dollars each time from each one. And, you know, one guy said... I made four grand doing this last week. Uh, they make me grumpy. <laughs> uh, it it doesn't. I mean, it, you know, you can consent to lots of things, and if you get off in a dominant submissive relationship, mm-hmm. where the sign of your submission is paying several hundred dollars to somebody else multiple times mm-hmm. I, you know a hundred plus 250 500 dollars at a hit mm-hmm. okay that's you but to me and maybe i've only come across asshole <laughs> cash doms um, although it seems like the asshole alpha is part of the allure of it, mm-hmm. um, it, it just feels very exploitative to me. It it feels assholeish. Well, um, uh, I'm almost thinking if the dom were collecting that tribute mm-hmm. and then proceeding to give it to a charity, you're just simply taking the money away from the submissive. That almost seems like a more like honest transaction you know it's like yeah okay i'm gonna make you pay you know and but 
they don't actually benefit from it directly. Well, I mean, they some of them you can classify as more like a cam horn mm-hmm. that they have videos and they and they they show photographs, and now, so the the sub is getting something. Yes. Plus, they are getting the the dominant submissive. Yes. Hit and but but I guess I guess my feeling, yeah, it I think it violates some premises. I mean, me mostly as an outsider who's just read up on it and seen it in action. A true dominant submissive relationship is still um, one of um, the both sides are still getting something out of it. I yeah. mean, well, it's more of a caretaking. Kind of uh, not even symbiotic, but I see a proper dom as one who you are not, yeah, you're not profiting from your subs. You are giving back to them. You know, you are giving them direction in their life, uh, the stability, the protection, you know, being able to go to the bar and not be hit on a bedroom because you are collared and you right. have your dom who's the, the gatekeeper to your affections or even, you know, interactions. You know, they, that's. You know, to me, that's what, you know, a proper sir, dom, master is doing. You you have your people under you, but you are taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And this is simply more transactional. It's like, hey, I'm providing you with this product, and I want, you know, this money for it. And you're also, I'm giving you that humiliation or whatever. Yeah, right, you're getting right. from it. But, um, yeah, because, the yeah, well, I mean, and also, you know, that the arrogance that, Definitely, they have. It's like, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, absolutely. A, a flash of my dick is worth a couple hundred. And it's like, oh, it'd have to be a really fucking special dick and unlikely. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the but that whole, arrogance is part of it too. Yeah. And I'm like, have you? I guess to, for me, the difference between confidence and arrogance is, arrogance is simply confidence that really has nothing to support it. <laughs> right. And it's like, because right. like I, I, I saw the profile of one. I think it was on Recon or that some child. I think he was like 22. Some skinny boy who's a dom, and he's like, I have my ATM slaves, and you're going to come here, and you're going to, you know, let me have control of your account and service me and my girlfriend. Right. And you aren't going to expect anything sexual out of me because you're here to give me cash when I need it. And it's like, what? What? Yeah, what, yeah. What, what service are you really providing? Right. It's like the degradation. It's like, you know, I think someone can find degradation somewhere else with someone who actually still has your best interests in heart, or at least does not want to damage you. Right. And, you know, with these cash doms, from what I've seen mainly on Tumblr, mm-hmm. I mean, they will, at their own whim, post, um, you know, pictures of themselves mm-hmm. or, or post a short video. Always. But like often, I'll, I'll, often I'll see... No, like, I'll see a picture... Mm-hmm. Demand for cash, demand for cash, demand for cash, demand for cash. Six second video, demand for cash, demand for cash, demand for cash. Mm-hmm. Um, saying, you know, hey, hey, uh, cash fags, it's been two weeks. You got paid. It's time for me to get paid. And then maybe once every other month, if that, they'll give a shirtless pick. Now, yeah. is this only available to people who have paid them? No. Okay. No. So, no. Oh. Yeah. No. These are. So it's like these are their public tumblers. So it's like NPR. 
they're giving it away for free and hoping people will pay. <laughs> right. And, you know, I see, you know... Maybe NPR should adopt that model. It's like... <laughs> well, I see cam whoring as being fundamentally more honest mm-hmm. because of how the relationship of it works mm-hmm. is that it's, it's a performance mm-hmm. with tips mm-hmm. and the option to, you know, pay for a private show. Okay? I, I see that there's less... more honest. And there's less begging or whining for money. Right. And it, here, here's the thing. Or that, demanding of money. Yeah. It, I it, guess it, it was the, the demand nature of the money. And then there was this one cash dom who put me off the concept of it completely. Mm-hmm. My cash fag, full name, mm. has not paid his tribute. Here's a picture of him fully naked. Here's his driver's license. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, th- this cash dom, when, you know, the, the ones who signed up for humiliation and payment could not pay or paid late, mm-hmm. he doxed them. And I'm like, dude. And I'm trying to think, it's like... I that, that's that's I blackmail. Say, that, I got, that's blackmail. Well, unless it was actually... Uh, negotiated ahead of time, and that was part of the thing, but that's unlikely. Yeah, no. Because I don't yeah. picture these people as actual doms who've actually been in discussions with, you know, their submissives. It's like, okay, this is what I'm offering, this is what I expect from you. I guess I, I see it as more of a relationship. And this is, you know, if that's the only interaction they have, is like, here's pictures, send me stuff. That's not even a relationship. That's a subscription channel. Um, you know, it's it's cable. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I imagine a lot of people do feel like they are in a, you know, Domcash relationship with Comcast. Uh, <laughs> but no, well, but... Uh, yeah, I... But it just seems... It doesn't seem much of a relationship. It's yeah, like, and, you know, with Comcast, I can cancel any time and I just lose the benefit that Well, that I guess that's my feeling. It, it's like, yeah, what is the retribution that can be done because it's not like they're going to you know it's a public thing these if you don't pay you don't lose access to the pictures it's still uh, there if, if you don't with this one guy if you don't pay you get doxxed yeah and I guess you probably have to think okay you're gonna send me all this information well that's it I mean that information must have been sent to them in the first place yes so maybe that was you know or, or he, some, he he came up with it through, through effective googling and the only thing that was sent to him was the nude, or he found that nude somewhere else on the tumblers. It, if it even it, was, it, it, it might it just, been, it just came or, off as really skewed. Or if it just been staged, you know, it's maybe, like, yeah, you know, like, you, and because that's some of the presentation too. It's like, look how rough I am. Look at who's violated me, and you know, it, it that sense of domination and submission and just threat, you know, that it can be part of it too. But again part of it if you've actually discussed it and worked that out whereas you know but yeah i mean there's it's how easy is it to set up a tumbler and throw some pictures of yourself and be demanding and, and how do i low even, bar how do i even know it's him and, i mean i never saw a face mm-hmm. you know it it was mainly shirtless shots i mean there was one picture of a dick but you know nothing connected and... curiously i wonder how much just abuse comes back at them 
I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it, they're just acting that way to have people hate them on the internet because they actually are humiliation submissives themselves. And it's like, I'm going to piss off so many people. I can't wait for the hate mail that I get from being such an ass. Yeah. Do, do what you do what you <laughs> love and get paid for. Well, and it's yeah. like, oh, and people send me money. It's like, well, that's nice too, but I'm really in it for the hate mail. <laughs> Uh, I, I've seen I've seen sicker kinks out there, and I didn't realize yeah. it was so extensive. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'd seen like said the couple profiles of people like kind of demanding tribute and that. And I'm like, interesting. I wonder how much, you know, well, attention. Yeah, and a, a, a they court, get. according to a, a guy who was willing to admit to it on, you know, higher tier cable channel, mm -hmm. he said he made four thousand dollars that week. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I. And I am not opposed to sex work in general. I've done sex work myself, and it was work. <laughs> um, I, I provided a service, mm -hmm. but I did it in person. But also, and, you know, probably a proper rate for what you were giving. You know, if you, oh, were, oh, yeah. if I, you were demanding quadruple digits of, you know, tips... For a blowjob, and then also threaten to send you know a letter to your client's family, then that's about the level of yeah. this one dump. Yeah, you know, it sounds yeah. like. But no, you. No, it was it was it was twenty. My rate was twenty bucks an hour, and everybody. <laughs> oh my involved, god! Even a legitimate masseuse, massage is cheap, uh, more expensive than that by like a factor of three. Well. Oh, but there's and, a lot well, of work that goes into and, a massage, yeah. too. Well, and one also has to remember the market that I was part oh. participating in. It was retired guys in a small town. Maybe, and also, so. like, I'm out of that loop because my idea of, like, someone wanting money for sex is I, I'm really rude and tell them to get a job. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, that's just outside of my thing. It's like, no, I can get it for free, and I'm also really cheap. Yeah, yeah, I... I have no need to pay for it. I, I either, yeah, I'm either to, able to find it for free or I'm like, well, that, that will remain a lovely fantasy and I'll go without. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's yeah. interesting slice of life. Yeah, that, that is a thing and it's like, interesting. Are you a cash dom? Have you paid cash to a cash dom? We would love to hear mm -hmm. your story. Please email us, harryprone at gmail.com, or tweet at harryprone.com. Because, yeah. Because it's outside my yeah. reference frame, and I can, I mean, just in general, I can understand kind of the, the thrill. Because, you know, I know of, like, lesser extents, you know, people who are, love the attention of others, and love gifts, and mm -hmm. love having things bought for them, and trips, and things like that. And... But, you know, that's almost more transactional because, well, no, I've known ones that have fallen apart because, oh, I like the attention, I like the trips, I don't have sex with them. And it's like, but you really never said no, and then you're in the middle of the trip and suddenly the desire came up to do something and you're like, no. And it's like, yeah, I think there's some... Badness on both parties in that one. It's like communication, <laughs> they're, 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 communication, there's... expectations, spelling out the scene. Yeah, it's like I'm taking you to this really nice place, and I expect I at expect least a that, that we're that, that we're gonna have sex. 
And talk it out. Don't yeah. Don't make assumptions. Yes. Do do not do not assume. Have have clear. Yeah. Negotiate the scene, and you know. Yeah. Because I've known. Yeah. See, I've I've known of a a a thing you can do with friends or someone you're close to when there is something you need to do, uh, some task that you need to get finished, and you basically make a threat. And I did this once. There was something I really had to do. It needed to be done. It was very important to get done, and I really didn't want to do it. And I think I gave a friend a check that I had written out to some horrendous, like, focus on the family, some anti-gay organization as a donation for, I think it was simply 25 bucks. So, But with your name on it. Yes. And it's like, here, take this. This is the way it works. This, you know, if I don't get this thing done by this deadline, you send that to them as a donation. And, you know, that threat of this heinous act will be done in my name will light a fucking, <laughs> not just fire, but, you know, a couple blow torches taped together um, under my ass to, okay, you have to do this. And, you know, had to pick a friend who was like, okay, this is abhorrent, but I understand. And, you know, that that almost was the kind of thing. It's right. like, uh, you know, I am being, you know, I am being threatened. It's, but I need for my better, for my better, for, for a good reason. As something that I need to do. I'm just so loath to, not loath to do it, but just so anxious to do it. It's like, I need a real impetus to do this and. He like laughingly agreed. I, you know, would he have carried through? And it's like, I don't know. I'm not that close to the person, but it was it was. I mean, <laughs> but, but, but you, he, he you, was you, he was available, and I this I had heard this through some other thing. I think someone was talking about they wanted to stop smoking, so they had given a friend like a very large check, and I mean, then you could still just like take all the money out of the 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 thing and let it bounce, and still pay that if you wanted to stop it. But yeah, and so I mean. Kind of like that. It's like, okay, that's giving up of money and being submissive for your own good because you're being forced to do something you should be doing anyways. Yeah, I don't see paying the cash dumb as being for your own good, but I, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. Uh, yeah. Uh, Makes me feel like I, I almost want to just go online and find these tumblers and see the pictures and just feel naughty. Like, you know. Like listening to NPR without paying. <laughs> I, I, I don't... I'm, I'm just picturing Terry Gross, like, <laughs> demanding cash. It's like, I've given you what you wanted. Now I want your money, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ro- Ro- Robert <laughs> Siegel describing all the horrible things he'll do to you if you don't pay off. Or, yeah. or uh, no, that um, Carl Castle. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, exactly. Oh, um, so so it, yeah. So it, an, uh, an interesting, an interesting slice of kingdom that I wasn't aware of, but it's like, but yeah, I've seen you know hints of it in on people's profiles, and it's like, I you know, it's kind of like the Nigerian prince scams. I guess it must be working because they're doing it and they're getting money, so. You know? And, you know, if you have a burning need to give somebody <laughs> money, we do have a PayPal. <laughs> um, and, and it's connected to harryprone at gmail.com. 
and it, send us money and we will either thank you or abuse you at your request on air. I wonder, yeah, if you could somehow hack and get their list of submissives and then just like snipe them. It's like, hey, you like being humiliated for money. <laughs> this guy's a complete loser and amateur at it. Yeah, I'd be a real amateur at it too. <laughs> um, I think I could play the part. Okay. It, lots of mysterious silences. F- find find some uh, interesting photos on the internet. Again, uh, nothing identifiable, but yeah. A hint of threat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of interesting photos on the internet, saw um, cheap cosplay. Okay. Bearish looking guy. Uh, covered himself in blue paint and wore a yellow belt <laughs> and a smile and went as beast. <laughs> By my stars and goddess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he blew himself. <laughs> Oh, oh, that, but, but then just naked otherwise? Yeah. Okay, so not yeah. not going out trick or treating, but yeah. no, no, that, no. That's, I don't know. That's yeah, that, that's amusing. Yeah, sounds like the kind of thing that would show up on the gay comic book geeks. He's had cosplay people, and you know, I mean, he puts up montages of oh, hot redheads on this Tuesday, or uh, cute bulges on Wednesday, and then cosplay. Um, Oh, what was it? Uh, you're talking about costumes, cheap cosplay. Oh, speaking of like cute things, that it was a Kickstarter for mm-hmm. a vinyl like uh, uh, fashion doll. Oh, that with, Toso Toso, my bear. Guy. Oh yes, I saw it's that. It's so adorable. Oh, and so well hung. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's, it reminds me of like the Jeff Stryker doll. Uh, what was his Billy. name? Billy and his boyfriend Carlos. Carlos. Yes, and there's also a Tom of Finland doll out there. Um. I know because I worked, uh, we had a charity auction, and we had a Billy doll that kept cycling back into our <laughs> donations. Someone would buy it for like 100 bucks. the next year would show up again as a donation, and we'd sell it again. I don't know where he end up, ended up, but the trouble is he was just, he was so freakishly large, it made dressing him kind of problematic. But yeah, there's this, I think it's like Tosa Tosa, he's, a, he's French, uh, the guy doing the Kickstarter, okay. because it's in Euros. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's really cute. Um, I don't think it's anywhere near its funding levels. I think it's like thirty eight thousand, and it's like twelve. Oh. Um, it's also one hundred and thirty two American bucks to get the doll. I don't, I don't know fashion doll stuff, but it is really cute. And if I, you know, made more money than you know God, or had more money than sense, probably do. Yeah, have um, more dollars than sense. Yeah, I would definitely like it's. It looks cute if it gets pulled off. I don't know if he's done Kickstarters before, but the prototype looked really cute. Just this bearish guy with the thing that disturbed me is like he has the bear ears, ears yeah. but he also has human ears. So I'm like, wait, he has two sets of ears? Well, it. We it, had it, a cat like that he's... growing up. Well, a kitten. It was so inbred that it had two sets of ear flaps. Didn't live long. No, he's he's just playing at being a. a, a oh, so it's like okay, yeah. Aww. So so it it's a probably a hairband or, or something and, like that. But yeah, it's it's awfully cute, and it's like I actually hope it works. I mean, I, that's a product I wish would be out there in the world that you can buy a cute, you know, well hung bear doll that you can dress up. <laughs> yeah, and maybe next version won't be as much of a muscle bear. Um, I think the next version is his cat. 
his cat friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, that because if you go down the uh, the Tumblr page that he has for it, it's like oh meow meow or whatever it is like his his cat friend. I'm like so I'm picturing some lithe blonde twink boy that you can dress up and. <laughs> uh, crafting. Ah, yes. Um, dun dun dun. I I have. Most of the crafting that I've been doing these past two weeks has been in Skyrim. Um, the Skyrim Special Edition came out, uh, and I fired it up and decided I was going to do a bunch of side quests I didn't have. Because when it first came out, I beat it. Mm-hmm. I, I beat the main storyline. But I was so focused on the main storyline, I let a lot of the other side quests okay. uh, go like, by. This isn't the main it, thing. No, don't want to be bothered. Can you help me save my puppy? Not getting me, helping me kill the dragon. Fuck off, kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I get, get me to kill the last dragon and then I put it away. And so now I'm working on my, my... My fields are infested with no time for this now. <laughs> Move. Uh, I I did get the game of the year because I had the... I got the original when it came out on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, played it. Sold it. Um, got it on Steam when the Game of the Year version came out, installed the Naked Nords mod, um, and beat the Dragonborn uh, DLC questline. Now I'm working my way through the Dawnguard. uh, So what's the Naked... Is everyone naked, or just certain individuals, or...? You can can take the clothes off of people. Okay. uh, You can... If your pickpocket is high enough, you can strip somebody naked and they won't notice. Um, But most of the time when you've killed a bandit, you take their armor and their ragdoll, you're you're also taking Mm -hmm. the armor off the ragdoll. All of the ragdolls have underwear. Okay. So the Naked Nords mod gets rid of the underwear Ah. and adds male male and female parts. So you like... So you're looting the bodies. So you're seeing a lot of dead penis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it, it it also. But also, um, you can basically steal the clothes off of people and. Yep. Okay. And like, if you marry somebody, you you can yeah ha- have them be naked. And it also has all the beggars uh, in the game be naked. <laughs> but that was with that was for the game of the year edition, not the special edition. Okay. Um. So. It, it might be out and not just and was this just like a third on, party or a yeah. hack of it or was this yeah it, it, it was a third party okay. mod uh bethesda is really good about allowing third okay. parties to mod their games okay so and the uh, fact that yeah. they didn't like no you can't that's wrong like, okay they no the only requirement was flag this as mature okay cool uh, so that Kids so, don't find it unintentionally. So you weren't actually crafting in the game because I know some games well, you can make yeah, stuff. Or was there actual creation? Of there, there are there are artifacts. three crafting skills: okay. uh, alchemy, enchanting, and blacksmithing. Hmm. And I've been crafting a lot of unguents and potions and poisons, and uh, want to get my blacksmithing up a bit so I can improve my equipment. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, my crafting news. Um, dun dun dun. I finished my scarf, and it looks very nice. It, it looks very authentic. I yep, and I, I it really hasn't been that cold actually since I finished it. I finished uh, actually when we came back from DVC that night. It was so mm, November sixth, one fourteen a.m. Because okay. I was thinking I 
have to know what time in case <laughs> you were like had come home and finished yours and be like, okay, we have to know. Um, because yeah, I just got toward the end and start, figured out how to do the tassels and just got, you know, the spirit in me and it's like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I think I sat up for about 40 minutes, you know, after coming home from DBC and it's like, I just want to get this done, get this done. And got done. I'm like, yay. All right. Um, so yeah, so that, yay. So two and a half years, too long, blah, it's done. Now I'm like, what the fuck do you now? Oh God. Uh, granny square pot holders. Okay. That's the crochet thing? The, the crochet thing. Okay. Or I, or I can also teach you how to, uh, make the crochet dicks. Okay. Any crocheting thing. Um, yeah. So, so the set, so you've been talking about working on yours and I think that's what prompted me is like, oh God, <laughs> he's working on his. I gotta, I gotta Got, get gotta this get done. Gotta get done. Gotta get done. And, uh, so, so yes, I saw yours and was like, oh. Why was I worried? <laughs> because you, you, because you, have you, about, you have about two feet of yours done. Yes. Two feet of out, six out, feet. Out, uh, yeah, out of at least six feet. So. But you're also not going to be doing tassels or... No, I'm, okay. I'm not going to be doing tassels. Um, and yeah, this is not going to be the full 21 feet oh, of God. scarf. Yeah, no, that that's nuts. But I mean, this is also the third Doctor Who scarf that I've made. Mm-hmm. I've got one that is full length. Mm-hmm. Um, the colors are wrong. The, um, the colors are wildly wrong, mm-hmm. but it, it's still recognizable as a Doctor Who scarf, especially when I wear it. I also made another one that is six feet long that is ribbed mm-hmm. instead of garter stitched. Okay. Um, and This one comes out, mine comes out to about, I think, six feet, six inches. Seven feet somewhere. I mean, it can also stretch, but... Right. I was like, oh, it's like I was... And it's actually just the right length, because it kind of goes around the neck. I can loop it around the neck, but even not just around my neck, it kind of comes down a little bit below my knees. So no danger of it, you know, dragging at all or ever touching the ground, if as long as it's, you know, even if I don't have it wrapped around my neck. Yeah, my, my ribbed one, uh, once I've got it looped around my neck, comes to my waist mm. so it, it is shorter than yours or i've got a much thicker neck mm. uh, <laughs> yeah pretty thick neck a big old charlie brown head um yeah so that was my biggest oh another thing so this weekend i went to a gaming convention uh, just mm-hmm. for saturday um played some cool games saw some cool people didn't realize just how much fun one of my friends are because i've never seen her drunk before she <laughs> She's kind of she's she's kind of wild and out there and sober, but drunk. She's not only wild and out there, but she's damn fucking funny. I mean, she's she's funny normally, but it's like okay, but then drunk, she's even better. And I'm like, oh my god, you're like one of the few people who's actually are much more clever when you're. I think just the inhibitions are gone, so she's like she's ready to trash talk people and all that, and she's hilarious. And her husband's who's this quiet quiet guy, and it's like, oh god. It's like poor you, but also yay you. It's like she's, um, but no, there was a uh, leather crafter there who'd made cool things. Mm-hmm. They had bags of leather scraps, Ooh. which were a good size bag, five bucks, and you know, so and I bought two, um, because cool. now I have. I don't know how much square area it is, but I mostly want to use it because I have a lot of, a lot of leather crafting tools, mm-hmm. like uh, rivet things, and I don't think I have like the sewing like the. The, the needle thing with a press that you use for actually, like, sewing together pieces of leather. Okay. I don't have one of those, but mm, next time I have a coupon to Michael's. 
Oh, I think I've seen them at Hobby Lobby. Maybe they have them at Michael's or Joanne's. I hope so. I'll I even would, pay full price at Tandy, goddammit. I would much rather you gave your money to Michael's or Joanne oh, yeah. instead of Hobby Lobby. But if I have that 40% off coupon, then that really must cut into their profits. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have things to practice with and play with. And then, you know, who knows what kind of fun Frankenstein kind of uh, leather pieces I may be putting together. Well, I mean, Keith has a bar vest that's made out of scrap leather. So. But I'm also picturing it kind of be fun to make just a loincloth out of, you know, scrap pieces of leather. Kind of have a nice little apocalyptic feel to it. Where, where, where at camping or where to DBC? Oh, there's and nothing else. A fur vest, a furry vest, and yeah, I think that would be appropriate. Maybe some chainmail somewhere. Yeah, that that'll work. Well, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com or leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ops, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah Arcane and Lansing Mike, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.